Welcome to the Office 365 Developer Show. I'm your host, Jeremy Thake. The only show focused on Office 365 development, where I talk to the experts from all over the globe coding on the Office 365 platform. For more information on Office 365 development, please visit dev.office.com and follow us on the hashtag Office365Dev. Welcome to episode 47 of the Office 365 Developer Show. I'm here with Sonia Kopchev in her office in Building One with beautiful grey clouds in Redmond today. Uh, we just had a long weekend for Memorial Day and apparently it was really sunny last week and then it got to the long weekend and it went grey. It did. And now it's grey again. It was nice yesterday. It was It was nice yesterday. It was a nice 70, 74. Yeah. Yeah. And then sunny. We, and then we got Rich on Skype for Business. How are you, Rich? I'm good. So we actually have a sunny day. We've had like Seattle weather. It's been raining pretty much every day in Texas for the last like month, I think. Which is unusual for down there, right? But we, ha- we already have as much rain this calendar year as we had in entire 2014. And you're not affected by any of this flooding and the other things that are going on, are you? Um, I live on a boat. No, I- I'm fine. I'm good. It sounds pretty bad from watching the news this morning. Like it's pretty terrible. Yeah, it's, um, you know, a lot of places have just been really pounded, but, uh, you know, hopefully uh, other parts of the U.S. that need some of this rain will get some. Yeah, we're getting plenty, so don't send it our way. Yes, we're good. We're enjoying our sunshine when we get it. So this is my first week that I've actually been back in the office, but it's not even going to be a full week because we've had one day off. And then you're off again. And then I'm off again on Monday because I'm moving into my house. So I'll have two four-day weeks in a row, which there is you great. Go. Yay, and congrats on the house. Thank you. I'm no longer homeless. That's good. <laughs> we had a friend's putting us up in Woodenville, which is beautiful part of the world. If you if you come over to Redmond to visit Microsoft for whatever reason, get up to the Wine Valley up there. It's some really good wines to be had and some really nice restaurants we've been I've been exploring in the evenings after work. They're fun, and they're all walking distance from each other. They so. are. They're dangerously walking distance. Yes. What's your favorite winery out there? Ooh, I want to say um, Saint Michel. Yeah, okay. Chateau Saint Michel. Yeah, we tried Delilles for mm-hmm. the first time, which is really nice, but it's very expensive. Yep. But um, one of our friends is a member, so we got the free tastings, which is really good. Nice. How about you, Rich? Have you been up to any of those wineries? I I haven't. I went over there and ate at some restaurant that was connected, like right by a hotel that was really cool. But um, I haven't been had a chance to explore much all right well next time you're up we'll have to take you up there cool so um this week uh has been very quiet on the blogosphere to the point where jason johnston who's in the exchange team has written some more updates to the dev.outlook.com website around the php apps connecting to an outlook mail app and connecting to the apis so if you're doing any php work there's some great samples there on dev.outlook.com specifically toggling their stuff. So that's that's pretty cool. And then one thing I have been doing on my travels since building night have finished is I purposely didn't go to too many sessions because I wanted to make sure I met as many people as I could on in the expo hall, whether it was ISVs or kind of developers asking questions on the booth. And old man style ended up getting knee supports and Dr. Scholes in my shoes from standing up all week. And so Vlad, and I'm never going to be able to pronounce his last name properly. How would you pronounce Vlad's last name? I'm not name? even going to try. And no, nor am I. But if you if you Google for Vlad and SharePoint, he comes up as a top blog. There you go. That's a cop out. But <laughs> he wrote this ultimate PowerShell script for downloading the Ignite videos and the PowerPoint mm-hmm. decks and um, the abstracts as TXT files. And uh, Dan Holm was not kind enough to give me like a bunch that he downloaded because the hotel Wi-Fi was terrible as usual in um, Phoenix where or Scottsdale where I was last week. I've started to watch a lot of the videos and um, there's some really good ones. If you haven't watched 
Christoph Feisinger's one on groups, I would highly recommend getting up to speed and, and checking that one out. What, Sonia, for you, have you managed to get any of those down or sessions you actually attended? No, I have not because much like you, I was out yeah. on the expo floor. I was getting folks signed up for the dev program, chatting with them, finding out what they're focusing on, what they're interested in, what they're going to start doing as far as office development and uh, seeing if there are any additional resources we can get for them. Yeah. How about you, Rich? Have you managed to check any out? I wouldn't listen to yourself. Yeah, I've downloaded quite a few. Actually, the the one that I've I keep going back to is um, Yina's session on the unified API. Um, just just the deck alone. I mean, she goes really, really comprehensive across like all the different like endpoints that are underneath that unified endpoint, and even talks about some of the futures. You know, things like OneNote falling up underneath there. So um, that's been a one that I've gone back to several times, mainly because I've been doing a lot with that unified endpoint, and I'm like, okay, well, what? What's the syntax for that? And and so I find it is like just a great reference of going back to. Yeah. yeah her, her session at Ignite was packed. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely packed. Yeah, and I think um, one thing I want to point out is we've been getting a bunch of questions from ISVs around this is that, um, oh, well, this particular thing isn't in the unified endpoint, but it's in the outlook.office365.com endpoint, which is the ones that, you know, we, we had before using discovery for service to get to those endpoints. That will eventually everything will roll under the unified API endpoint, but that's actually in preview right now. So if there are things that you know aren't in the unified API, it's because we're still continuing to you know evolve and get that all like for like into what the endpoints are on the individual endpoints, whether it's a SharePoint endpoint or the Exchange endpoint or the, the the groups endpoint, which actually is only available on the unified API. Yes. So that will happen, but that that's just something that the engineering teams are going through right now. Um, what I've asked engineering to do is actually put together a quick page on MSDN to kind of document what's missing and, and what will be coming when, because uh, we do keep getting those questions. Because ideally, you know, we, we want you guys to be using the unified API, but obviously because it's in preview still, we don't really recommend that for production applications you've got out there in the wild. But is something that you should be looking at as a, a refactor definitely once once it's released. The benefit, I think, is the, the refactor is significantly easier than you would think. In fact, um, you know, going back to Yina's session, she actually just goes and pulls off. I mean, I think it almost looked like she randomly selected one, go, went off to dev.office.com, went and looked for, I think she picked like an Angular app that was like a single page application pulled it down as is, and then just kind of did the conversion right there on stage. And it's, you know, it's super easy. You're just changing ultimately the resource that you're getting a token for, and then the actual endpoint that you're calling. Other than that, everything else for the most part stays the same. Yeah. And the other one, the other question was, is can I use the same token that I've used to call the individual endpoints as I do for the unified API? And that the answer is no. So if you can't like where you can traverse the unified API between the different, I guess, workloads, mm. whether it's groups or mm. uh, whether it's uh, mail calendar contacts, files, you can do that with the one token. But if you go to the individual endpoints that you know have been out since last March now in 2014, you still need to use individual tokens to do that and leverage the discovery service for those things. Well, that's the key power of the unified API, right? right? Is that in the one endpoint is you can reuse that one token rather than getting whatever five or six if you end up using all the workloads across right. Office 365. Yeah. So that that's that's really cool. And I think the groups session that Christoph did kind of ties into that even more in terms of yep. The benefits of traversing down to individual members within the group and then traversing into their files and 
different things like that. Yina and Rohit also did a groups API they did, session. Yep. Which is another one to go watch. Yeah. And so that yeah, so that was just kind of I think if you if you weren't at Ignite or Build, if you were there, and I'm sure you didn't get to all of the sessions, um, we are just about to click go on dev.office.com slash training, a new kind of section there for the Ignite and the Build session. So you can kind of navigate straight to all of our developer sessions there if you're not au fait with the Ignite catalog of however many sessions they were at Ignite. Over 700. Yeah, 700 or so sessions. So we're kind of trying to make it easy for you guys to navigate there. And I'll put those ones we've mentioned in the show notes for this show, which appear on blogs.office.com. Before we jump into the, the rest of the show, though, I thought we'd mention some events coming up that are relevant to people listening. The first one being Dave Rubenstein and, and Co's show, which is the SP TechCon Dev Days, which is the 24th to the 26th of June, just outside San Francisco Airport in Burlingham, which I've not been to, but looking it's at the hotel, really nice. it looks really nice. I'm yeah. quite looking forward to getting down there. CJ is doing the keynote, so our, our team lead is doing the keynote. Well, he's your team lead too, right? Because you're like a surrogate child to us, Rich, in our team. That's right, yeah. The, the adopted yeah. product management person. I'm the redheaded stepchild, like literally. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, that's www.sptechcondevdays.com. There's some really good speakers going to be there. Um, Eric Sharps, Rob Bogue, myself down there. I uh, Mark Rackley, I think, is going to be there. There's, yes. a, there's a bunch of guys going to be there. And what the nice thing is, is they're bringing their own opinions. So you'll get the opinions from us and our messaging on exactly what we want to do with it uh, in terms of the app model. But what the nice thing is, is that those guys will bring their real world learnings based on, for instance, Eric has been building some products on top of um, SharePoint add-ins and working with customers on that stuff. So he's he's got some thoughts on you know how you do this in the real world. So I, I'm really looking forward to to those sessions from those guys. And then the other um, session there is, uh, or other conference, is the European Share, SharePoint Conference, which is the, the 9th to the 12th of November, and that's www.sharepointeurope.com. I've been to this show a few times now, and it's in Stockholm this year, in November, which means it's going to be freezing it's going cold. going to be cold. But again, that's a good mix of developer, end user, IT pro. They get a great selection of European speakers that come over to that, um, and obviously a few American guys as well. So if you're in Europe and you want to visit Stockholm, that's a great way of getting your kind of Office 365 stroke SharePoint fix at that event as well. Yep. Um, I don't think they've announced their speakers yet, as of yet, So because uh, it's a little bit further down the path, whereas the SP TechCon one is right around the corner. But um, the dev days for SP TechCon is very, very focused on purely development, whereas the European SharePoint one is a little bit further down the path. Actually, I've just got the speaker page up for SB Tech on Dev Days. Andrew Connell, Mark Anderson, Tim Farrow, Bob Germain, Doug Heminger, Scott Hillier, or Christine Matheny. That's cool. So from DX, that's cool. Uh, Sean McDonough. Oh, actually, Sean McDonough's got some great ones there as well. So there's a bunch of great names there, Paul Schleifelein and um, Rob Windsor as well. So if you missed Building Night, I, I would recommend this show. It's good value there, and obviously San Francisco for you in the States is nice and easy to get to you too from pretty much everywhere in the States. And, well, they use a really old photo of CJ for the keynote photo. If you check that out, that is that's an old school one. Not quite as old school as my... I was about to say yeah, the one for... Dev intersections yeah. where I look 12 on the brochure cover, and then if you turn the page, the inside page is me looking normal. Not 12. Not, not 12. 
Okay, so... Um, Speaking of Christine... Go. If you're looking for a one-day free training on all things Office 365 development, Christine Matheny is the lady running all of the dev camps across the U.S., and they're all listed on dev.office.com slash events. So go check out the list, and if you're able to make one of them, it's an absolutely invaluable day of training uh, to get ramped up on all things Office 365 dev. Yeah, that's like a kind of a combination of what we've done on Microsoft Virtual Academy um, and a bunch of other bits and pieces that uh, myself, Richard, and yep. a few of the MVPs that we work on that content with. And um, there's some really cool ones, and they're all over the States, right? I think yes. there's, and they, they keep seem to be growing too. And then I also have heard, which is good news, the Office 365 summits will be back next year too. Yes. So where we did kind of like Amsterdam, South Africa, Sydney, and okay, where else? Ever? We did them all over the San place, San Diego, right? Houston, yeah. South Africa. Did you say South yeah, Africa? Yeah, I did, yeah. Okay. Um, Amsterdam. Yeah. Did you say Amsterdam? Yeah, I did too. Okay. There's a few, but that, that's going to be on again. And again, that's not just for development. That will be business and IT mm. Pro too. So, yeah. and those ones are free, um, which is nice. The dev camps are free. free as well, which is cool too. Yep. But again, that one is is kind of a getting started to SharePoint add-ins and Office add-ins and the APIs, whereas um, SP TechCon Dev Days will be more kind of like real-world experience on all those things, assuming a, a little bit of knowledge up front, I guess. Cool. Very cool. So lots of different options to yeah. get ramped up. So let's uh, roll back a bit. So Sonia, you have been extremely busy yes. for the last three or four months working yes. on Build and Ignite. Yes. So I put my hand up for Tech Ed Europe in October. And so the three months before that was crazy. Rounding up engineering on what will be at a release and getting all that site done and session picking. And mm-hmm. But you decided to put your hand up for two events back to back. That was that was kind of a coincidence type of situation. I didn't uh, necessarily initially put my hand up for both, but they ended up being back to back weeks. Yeah. So obviously the content was very similar. And we went a bit deeper at Ignite on the enterprise focus and more, as you said, real world implementations and how to get our stuff used inside of the enterprise type of solutions. Whereas a build, we were really just focused on any of the new stuff and all of the deep dives for yeah. developers. But because they were back to back, it was really hard to hand off to anybody else. So uh, I ended up doing both. And you didn't look stressed at all. I don't no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> there was this like weight off your shoulders as soon as the conference started because like there's nothing I can do now. No, no. Once once it started coasting, and by coasting I mean everything was revving, right? So we had folks signing up for the dev program. We had them doing the mini labs on site. We had all of the amazing, amazing booth staff um, who helped us out from all across the org. Um, internal, we had a bunch of external MVPs helping as well. So just amazing, amazing booth staff. Thank you all. And um, once they were able to help folks out and doing demos and showing what you can do with add-ins and what you can do with the APIs and actually helping folks through the mini labs, it was just, uh, it was very fun to sit back and watch all working. <laughs> yeah. It's like that Star Wars meme that we use internally with Anakin Skywalker where he turns on his, what are they, what does he call that thing? The, the mouse. The machine. The, the. In episode one, it was like the. Richard, help us come out. Come on, Richard. I, I have no clue. I am, yeah, I got nothing. We're, we're all struggling Star Wars fans right now. <laughs> we're too excited about December. Anyway, he turns it on. He's like, it's working. And yeah. every time something goes well on our team, that's the email that gets flown around. But I think we all said it about 50 times at both events, watching yeah. people sitting down at the at yeah. our booth, actually going through the hands-on labs, which 
um, are actually available on dev.office.com. They are. It's just dev.office.com slash mini dash labs. And they're also available right off of the resources dropdown in yeah. the top nav. And the sign up is right on the homepage. You can't really miss it. It's a big yellow button. Yeah. And the idea of the mini labs is they take like max five minutes for like each Five minutes one. each. Yeah. They're and they're building a, an office add-in or yep. building a SharePoint add-in or no so SharePoint there, add-ins. There's one of each. There's an add-in yeah. mini lab and an API connection mini lab. Yeah. The add-in one um, has you using the Napa app yeah. uh, to connect in and create a task pane app inside of Excel Yeah. Uh, that calls out to Flickr. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, and it just brings back whatever. So you type something in a cell, and then that's the string that gets sent off to the Flickr service, and then Flickr comes back with a set of pictures that are public that match that um, string that you typed in. So that's really cool that it's all online, number one and number two. There's really no setup necessary. You just hit the Napa Cloud app, Yeah, um, which is awesome. So thank you to our dev dev partners who put that together. Yeah, that's cool. An awesome resource. I, I, demo, I think we talked about this in a previous show, but I demoed the... Um, on a new Surface Hub, which was a really nice machine I'd love in my office, yep. using a browser and just building a Word add-in directly from the browser, touchscreen on a 80-inch exactly. Surface Hub, which was pretty cool. It is pretty cool. Um, so it's nice to be able to demo these things without actually needing to install Visual Studio or Visual Studio Code to be able to build exactly. these things out. So that's cool. Exactly. And then the other mini lab we have is um, connecting to the APIs, and that's using the API Sandbox. Yep. Right. And so there's plenty of code samples that you can use that are right there calling against a demo tenant that is just part of the API sandbox. So again, no setup necessary. Or you can actually sign into your own tenant and use the data from your own tenant to call the samples against. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So if for people who are like what don't really necessarily have time to like learn add-ins full up right now or play with that new APIs, those two mini labs are a great way of just kind of five minutes of your time over a coffee or Coca-Cola, because I don't drink coffee, play with these things and, and get an idea about what that could mean for your business or what it could mean for your product if you're an ISV. Exactly. And the samples are all across the different workloads and all the different endpoints. So you can really play around with just about anything. That's cool. Richard? Do you guys have any analytics out of that? I mean, there was an, an insane amount of people that were you know floating through the booth and, and doing the the mini labs. I mean, we were doing some level of bribery, but um, you know, just to, even after we lost some of the, you know, we had these really cool hoodies at, at Build, and those went like insanely fast. But we still, even after that, had huge, you know, crowds there almost throughout the day. Yeah. So that that was one of the huge takeaways for me. Are people are generally interested and really engaged and want to learn this stuff. And like you said, even when we uh, had no more hoodies to bribe them with, they were happy with uh, whatever. But most of them sat down and uh, played around with the mini labs regardless. And what was really funny is after you guys had all left and I was uh, uh, left build and I was uh, there cleaning up the booth and packing stuff away to get shipped to Ignite, people kept sitting there doing the labs. Right. They wouldn't leave, which was great. Right. And, and finally, security kicked them out. But um, <laughs> <laughs> go home. But um, yeah, people were genuinely really engaged. Yeah, I think that was exciting to hear. Or it was exciting for me from perspective of the questions that people were asking. And it was, a lot of it was just, in, you know, like, well, oh, it's a really cool idea. Can this work? Can I do this? Can I do that? Mm. And, and having the engineers there, like the program managers and stuff, to actually answer some of those questions and go, oh, that's great. And they were making notes in OneNote and taking those back to their team was really showed the value for me of having that booth there and being mm -hmm. able to talk to kind of real world developers, whether it's 
people we know and love from office development and SharePoint development past or yep. uh, new web development people that are doing Azure or doing .NET and kind of coming over to our fold. Exactly. So that was cool. And you mentioned the swag. So, Sonia, you were kind of like the swag queen for building Ignite. We had lots of revs of stuff, but we actually were both sitting here in the hoodies right now. Yes. And so it's like standard uniform for our team now in Redmond. Because they're so comfy. They are really comfy. Although when you put them in the wash, you have to be careful. Are, are those form-fitting hoodies, just curiosity? The, my one's a little bit baggy because I've been on the road for six weeks, and if it was form-fitting, it would show you that I've put on white. You, you guys, uh, they're not catching on my uh, my bike there. Oh, but... I am. I'm just letting it go. <laughs> well, they're... There's a funny story is like towards the end, we had like basically no hoodies left except for the odd sizes, right? So we had some really big ones left and there was this one like little dude that came up and he was like, yeah, I, can, can I get a hoodie? And well, all we have left are these, you know, gigantic ones. And what was his comment, Sonia? And he looks at me with a completely straight face and says, well, is it form fitting? <laughs> and I was a bit dumbfounded, didn't quite know how to answer. And so I just said, you know what? Why don't I bring one out for you to see? And you can decide if you want it or it not. Came at like a 10. <laughs> hey, when you got cool swag, you got cool swag, you know? Yeah. yeah. The good news is, is that CJ said that we're actually going to have a unique line item in our budget for <laughs> dev for the hoodies. hoodies. So, yes. so that, 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 those will actually be happening once we get to the next fiscal in July, which is cool. Yep. So stay tuned and come to our events in the later part of the year. And also we'll have the tweet competitions that we do through the show so we can send them to you. So I know, Rich, you've been sending some stuff off to people. One thing that I'm going to borrow from Chris Johnson, CJ, and Andrew Connell's Microsoft Cloud Show is they check their iTunes to see what ratings they've had in their podcast. And sad face today, I checked, and we haven't had one review. So the competition (laughs) this week, or the, the encouragement this week is that if you go and write a review on the iTunes store for our podcast and just use your tweet handle in the comment, we'll actually send you a T-shirt from what we gave away at Build and Ignite, which is the cool new kind of like icons and the the blue colors and all the people. So um, let us know when you've done that and tweet us and we'll go check the reviews and uh, we'll we'll get you a T-shirt and some other bits and pieces, stickers and stuff that we have left over. I can see a big stack of flaming unicorns with cats on them here one stack just one okay all right but, but we can we'll get work some. it out we'll, we'll, we can get some we'll, we'll put together a little goodie bag pack for people who had a nice review yes most definitely and don't forget to sign up for the dev program well and that was the next <laughs> bit is that the reason Sophie's on the show after talking about swag and everything else is the dev program yes. so we talked about it briefly but what was the what's the dev program when it comes to office 365 So the dev program is really a direct line for us to engage with our devs who are interested in keeping their finger on the pulse of what we're doing, getting um, newsletters from us every month with all of our key announcements, getting free stuff from us. So not only the swag that you talk about here, but um, with your sign up to the dev program, you'll get a welcome email that has a link to get your free Office 365 dev tenant, which is a year year free tenant. Um, So that's worth a hundred bucks. That's pretty nice. And then I'm also putting together um, a way for folks who sign up to get free Telerik Kendo UI Pro controls to help them build add-ins for Office and SharePoint. And then also Drip, which is an automated marketing solution. So devs who build apps can then go and have a way to do automated marketing for their app, which will then streamline all of the emails and things like that that they want to send to their audience. And so... What what's the take up been so far? Is there been a ton of interest or? Yeah, absolutely. So since um, and this goes back to Rich's question from before about stats and 
uh, analytics. So as of the first day of build, we've had around 43, 4,400 folks sign up for the dev program. That's cool. Yeah. So, so, they, so they've all got tenants for free. They do if they redeem them. Yeah. Uh, however, folks haven't been clicking that redemption button. So make sure you check your welcome email and uh, go ahead and redeem that tenant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then in the future, there'll be other things that we do as well. For sure. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. So for next fiscal year, we have a bunch of stuff that I'm actually planning yeah. as part of uh, what we'll be doing to expand the dev program, ways to engage with devs, ways to do co-marketing. So lots of lots of cool stuff and goodies coming down the pike. Sweet. Yep. And if people have got feedback on the program, where can they give feedback to? Yep. So we're just going to use our user voice site that we've been using for things like APIs and uh, you know features inside of the dev platform. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have a dedicated category just for dev.office feedback. So if you have any feedback on the site, things you want to add, uh, resources you want to see there, throw it in the dev.office category. And then I'll also have a dev program category. Cool. So you can always ask, right? Yeah. It doesn't like, hurt to can ask. Can we have a license for this? Exactly. Um, and we'll see what we can work out. Cool. That's awesome. So if you haven't signed up for that program, uh, the big sign up button on the homepage of deadoffice.com is, is the place to go for that. Mm-hmm. And um, we we did put out on blogsoffice.com the third Dev Digest monthly post, which kind of wraps up a bunch of news we've been doing mm-hmm. uh, month to month. But then that also goes out in the email as well, right? So it's another way yes. that they can get the same information, which is cool. Exactly. And then um, I guess the other aspect that you've been working on in the dev program and build and ignite and what have you is kind of dev.office.com in just in general in terms of kind of where we're going with that. So yep. what have you been working on recently with the dev.office.com? So as you mentioned, we added all the training from Build and Ignite. And then we're also looking to do a couple of tweaks and edits to make the experience a little bit better on the mini labs. And we're also going to rev the transform page. So that should have a lot more resources and guidance for folks on how to start transforming their existing solutions to office platform solutions. Cool. Okay. And then there's a bunch of guys with the getting started stuff. Like right now on the homepage, when you go to getting started, like there's various bits it links off to, but there's some stuff that they're working on right now to kind of really improve that kind of like zero to 60 or even like shorter than that. Is there anything you just like kind of talk about there yeah, around that? For sure. So I'm super excited to partner with uh, our engineering team again, who are really front and center and getting that sign up and ramp up solution and bit of the process for developers. And they've actually now taken on that getting started experience. So making sure that um, it's really simple and clear and we've minimized the number of clicks the devs need to take to actually get started building either add-ins or with the APIs and that they can easily find any docs that they need to find or get to the sandbox or really understand, okay, what tools do I need to install to get started in building? Yeah, and the the user voice, we're we're using that to capture feedback on MSDN. Yes. Microsoft.com feedback around our stuff too, right? Yes, so there's also a content category and that's the one you should use for anything documentation focused. And then um, I'll likely add a getting started category as well so that we can focus just on the getting started experience. So look for those four new categories on our office spdev.uservoice.com. Yeah, cool. That's awesome. Yep. And um, what are you working on now? The dev program is a big thing, right, for you? Yeah, so we're definitely focused on expanding the dev program, as I mentioned. Um, lots of really cool community interaction type of things coming for FY16. Yeah. I'm not quite ready to do the reveal, yeah. but maybe on, the next pod, maybe on the next podcast. 
And Rich, what are you up to? You're traveling a fair bit, right? Oh, so we have, you know, like we talked about earlier, there's a lot of dev camps that are going on. One that we didn't talk about at the beginning is the Europe's doing one pretty big dev camp, and um, it's going to be in London on the 19th of June. Unlike a lot of the US dev camps that are going to be 100% Microsoft led, the Recode event is going to have largely MVP led um, sessions. So you're going to have folks like, you know, Spence and Steve Smith and a bunch of other folks that are going to be um, helping lead a lot of that. But I'm going to be there for, for that. And then we have a bunch of internal and external hackathons where we, you know, work with people and see, you know, how much we can get put together in like, you know, a day. So um, a lot of that between now and the end of the fiscal year. So that's cool. Some of that we'll be able to share as well, right? In terms of, I know like superhuman Rich Zariga and the fact that you can build demos overnight, but it'll be interesting to see what other superhuman developers we have in DX that can actually put those together for their like representative ISVs that they work with as well. So I'm quite quite excited to see what we can get going there. Yeah, me too. Me too. Cool. All right. Well, we're, we're coming up on the hearth, so um, we'll, we'll probably end the show right now. Um, so just to recap, this week's giveaways will be influenced by the iTunes reviews, but we should do a hashtag as well for the sake of. So if you are one of the first to tweet with um, hashtag Office365Dev, hashtag swag, hashtag dev program, with whatever your feedback is on the dev program, whether it's cool, whether you've signed up already, we'll certainly sort you out a cool Office 365 dev t-shirt from Build and Ignite that you may have missed because you weren't there. That sound cool? It's swag. Swag. Okay, well, we'll leave it at that for this week. And um, next week, we're actually going to be talking to um, Rohit from the Exchange team on the Groups API specifically. So, awesome. um, yeah, we're going to dig nice and deep in there on what's available and where, where the roadmap of that's going and... Um, the scenarios that he's seeing ISBs and devs use already around the API. So that should be a pretty cool show too. That'll be a good one. Excellent. Well, thanks very much, Sonia. I know you're very Thank busy you. and um, hopefully your suntan fades. Suntan when we mean burnt face. Yes.-ish. From hiking. From hiking. It was fun. Yeah. Minus We've been teasing Sonia a little bit over the last two days. That's all right. I don't see you climbing some big mountain, Jeremy. I've been too busy. I was celebrating the New York Rangers win last night to be too busy to hike. <laughs> Game seven on Friday. A little bit nervous. We'll be good. We'll be good. Cool. All awesome. right. Well, um, we'll speak to you soon and uh, see you next week on the show. Thanks again for listening. Make sure you check out dev.office.com for all of your Office 365 developer needs. All the links from the show are in the blog post on blogs.office.com dev, where you can find the latest news about Office 365. If you have any ideas for new shows or questions for us, please join us in our Yammer group in the Office 365 Technical Network. Have a great week, guys, and keep coding on Office 365.